Hey, everybody, it's Doug. And this is Renee. And welcome to our podcast, Doug and Renee, Married Married Life. Life. Hello, everyone, and happy Mother's Day to all of the mothers out there. Happy Mother's Day to all the moms. Yes. We want to wish you a blessed and a great day. And this week, we're going to be talking about celebrating your differences. We are going to pick up where we left off last week. We want to continue, or the Lord has led us to continue in that discussion about celebrating your differences. And in doing so, we'll pick up where we left off last week. We'll discuss unity and diversity. So although you're different, you still want to be united or have a united front. Uh, not a front, but that's one of the things we used to say to our kids. Um, <laughs> we we used to say that, you know, even if we went behind closed doors and had a disagreement, then we would present a united front in yes. front of them. <laughs> if Renee said no, the answer was no. And if Doug said no, kicking and screaming <laughs> from me, the answer was no. Yep. And if you went and asked your mom to overturn what I said, then... As there you was, there were ramifications and yes. repercussions. That's what I was going to say. Doug was big on the two R's, yep. ramifications and repercussions. Yep. <laughs> no is no. Yes, yes. And that was something early on in our marriage that we had to learn to do in front of our children um, is present ourselves as, as a unity. Mm-hmm. Uh, although we had difference of opinions, we were unified in the final decision. And we still do have differences. Starting with this podcast, y'all, pray for us. To God be the glory. Um, But I think that's what everybody wants. They want uniqueness. They want realness. And um, Doug is big on free flow, and I'm big on... Let's stick to our notes and let's just <laughs> go with the flow. And we're just keeping it 100 with well, y'all see, just before we even started this podcast. I know this is like take three or four of, of this podcast, <laughs> just this episode. This is take three or four. Yeah. And you just said Doug is free flowing and, and let's go with the flow. That's what I'm trying to tell you. You just got to just gotta roll with me, flow with me. Um, Look, y'all, this is not, none of this is in our notes about the kids and stuff, but you know, I just had to <laughs> fall under subjection and submit to his free flowedness. Why did you have to say word? it like that? I just have to submit. <laughs> I have to submit. Because you the Bible never says submit. God never says submission was easy. He just told us to do it. Submit. <laughs> Back to the objectives, y'all. The, I know we haven't even got to the objectives. <laughs> Um, the third objective, respecting your spouse's uniqueness. Oh, when Lord. you got married or when you met this person or when you were dating, some of the very things that set them apart, that made them unique, mm-hmm. that made them different is why you were attracted to them. Yes. Now, some now. of those very things yes. probably annoy you. Yes. You've been cooped up in the house. <laughs> it's coming up on eight or nine For weeks. Us, yeah. Eight weeks. Yeah. Eight weeks up here. In Maryland. So you've been in the house together for a while, depending on the size of your house or apartment. You've been together and maybe you've gotten to the point where you've taken separate bedrooms mm. or separate wings of the apartment. <laughs> one person goes to one side and another person goes to another side. But it'll get through. We'll get through this. It'll be okay. Yeah. 
Yeah, absolutely. The key is just finding the good in their uniqueness and respecting your spouse's uniqueness. Mm-hmm. Which which leads us to conflict is not a bad thing. Mm-hmm. You have two individuals, um, two imperfect individuals, mind you. And it's all about how you go about resolving conflict yes. um, that causes the additional pain or additional problems. The conflict in and of itself isn't bad. But let's just say, how do you resolve it? Mm-hmm. And if you don't have things in place or parameters or uh, guidelines guidelines <clears throat> to resolve conflict, then it just causes additional pain, additional problems, additional strife, additional stress, another level of stress. And with all this going on in the world right now, I don't think that's something you need in your marriage, need or want. So in order to bring down the conflict levels or the strife or stress levels in your house, sometimes you just have to agree to disagree. Yes. And, you know, well, we're not going to agree about it, at least not right now. So, okay, let's just move on. Mm -hmm. Because the one thing in marriage is there's always a next thing. There's always something else. Yeah. There's always that next thing. And like you always said, sometimes you may not know what you're going to do. Mm-hmm. But you need to have clear guidelines on what you're not going to do. Yeah, You're not going to hit below the belt. You're not going to be disrespectful. Mm-hmm. You're not going to talk about anybody's mama, mm-hmm. not just because it's Mother's Day, but yeah. you're not going to talk about your spouse's mom or or their daddy. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to push your buttons. Yes. And you're not going to push mine. Or like we usually say, don't hit below the belt. Yes. and <laughs> And like we said earlier, what, two minutes ago? This is take four, three or four of this week's podcast because we had conflict because we ain't, we, didn't, we didn't want to celebrate our spouse's uniqueness. <laughs> <laughs> I love the way he says we, we when really celebrate. in his mind, I'm pretty sure oh, he's thinking my mind. Oh, me. <laughs> oh, I said we, we didn't want to celebrate our spouse's uniqueness. Yes, that is so true. We did not want yes. to, but... We both submitted under the mighty hand of the Lord. The Lord. Yes. Won't yes, he, he emphasized that. The Lord. Won't he do it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, truly, God called us to do this. And yeah. so sometimes it's not about you and it's not about your spouse. So you have to do mm-hmm. what the Lord has called you to do. Yeah. Marriage. The glory. Yes. So ultimately it was either we're going to do a podcast today Mm -hmm. and we're going to do it the Lord's way, Mm -hmm. or we're not going to do a podcast today. And that would not be of his will because he called us to do a weekly podcast as of right now. And so here we are. Then we'd have (laughs) to deal with the ramifications and repercussions. (laughs) Or at least I would, because he told me to do the podcast. I'd be up here doing the podcast by myself. (laughs) (laughs) trying to clip your voice (laughs) oh no (laughs) oh my goodness so anyway to god be the glory for marriage it's a wonderful splendid thing thing. yes (laughs) wonderful so i want to start off with a scripture in first corinthians the 12th chapter it talks about one body 
uh, talks about unity and diversity. Uh, although married couples united as one body, we also are diverse. We're different. We have different ideologies. We have different upbringings. Doug grew up uh, in a two-parent home. His mom saved, sanctified, filled with the Holy Ghost, went to church probably about seven days a week. Yep. Um and nights. Very days yes, and nights. days and nights. Very involved in church. I, on the ha- other hand, grew up in a single family home. It was just my mom, and my mom did not take me to church. I went to church with my aunt or with my best friend's mother. Um, so there was definitely um, a lot of differences in our upbringing, which made us diverse. Um, Doug mentioned last week. A quote from Tony Evans, if you both are the same, one of you are not needed. Mm -hmm. So in 1 Corinthians, the 12th chapter, Mm -hmm. 14 Mm -hmm. through 18, it says, even so, the body is not made up of one part, but many. Now, if the foot should say, because I am not a hand, I do not belong to the body. It would not, for that reason, stop being part of the body. And if the ear should say, Because I am not an eye, I do not belong to the body. It would not, for that reason, stop being part of the body. If the whole body were an eye, where would the same of the hearing be? The sense, excuse me, where would the sense of the hearing be? If the whole body were an ear, where would the sense of the smell be? But in the fact, but in fact, God has placed the parts in the body every one of them, just as he wanted them to be. What version of the Bible was that? That would be the King James Version. That's the King James Version. Yes. Okay. So Doug and I are very different, and we are both needed. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> uh, picture, if you will, I think you mentioned this in previous podcasts, and we saw this demonstrated quite a few times by Bishop Brown and Lady B doing their holy hookup, (laughs) doing their holy hookup conference, standing back to back in a stance, in a fighting stance, so that if anything came, Mm -hmm. then everyone, we was was covered. So we had each other covered from every end. And And not only would we see it, but you have to trust your spouse when they tell you something, they see something coming. Yes. Oh, that's so good. Yes. You have to trust them. That yes. I see so and so like you. And you're like, nah, ain't, ain't. I'm telling you, fellas, listen to your wives. They have this thing called women's intuition. Women's intuition or spirit of discernment. Whatever you want to call it. So and so like you. I see how she look at you. You like, you you're not even, nah, I don't even think. I'm telling you, she likes you. And you listen to your wife, because she knows. Because she's a woman. Yes. And ladies, listen to your husbands. If your husband says, hmm, that outfit looks a little bit too tight or it looks a little bit too revealing, Mm -hmm. respect the fact that your husband does not want you to expose his goodies. Goodies. (laughs) To other people. I want my goodies out there. (laughs) (laughs) Now, there are some outfits we both will wear with each other. Yes. some Outfits, you know, you said, hey, don't wear this unless I'm with you. And I'm like, okay, cool. And I've been the same way. Unless we're together, 
you know. Yes. Then that that's fine. But you know, you're trying to now nah, wear certain outfits. It's just just not a good look. And you just want to trust each other. That's I don't want us to get off truck off target, off track. You just want to trust each other as you're standing back to back. That if someone says your spouse says they see something coming, then trust them. They see it coming. Yes. Yes. Somebody might see something. Somebody might hear something. Mm -hmm. Someone might dream something. Someone may feel something. So every part is needed. Yes. And if one could chase a thousand and two could put 10,000 a flight, that's awesome. Yes. If y'all are unified, if y'all are together, then y'all are much more powerful against the enemy, mm-hmm. the devil, because y'all are not each other's enemies. Mm-hmm. Your enemy goes about as a roaring lion seeking who he may devour. And when he sees marriages diversified and not unified at the same time, Ooh. that's an opening for the enemy to come in. Preach, preacher. And <laughs> I heard Kirk Franklin's song earlier when he was like, preach, preacher. Praise the Lord, y'all. But that's an opportunity for the enemy to come in and drive a wedge or to disrupt your marriage. So you can't be ignorant of the enemy's devices. And sometimes the wife may see it. Mm-hmm. Or the husband may see it. So you have to respect the fact that your spouse has your back. So I'm a big basketball fan. <laughs> <laughs> We're laughing because y'all just ought to see this behind the scenes. Um, but I am a big basketball fan. And I'm going to use that as an example. You have five players and you have five positions. You have the center, which is the big man in the middle. You have a guard and a point guard or a shooting guard. You have a small forward and then you have a power forward and they all have different roles and different positions, but they all have one. They're all one team and they all have one goal. What's the goal? Okay. I was waiting for you. <laughs> What's the goal? <laughs> Beat the other team. Okay. Their opponent, their enemy, whoever mm-hmm. they're playing on that particular day or in that particular series is the opponent. They are not each other's enemies. Okay. So one of the things I I thought of when you said that, when we were doing our notes was, and you kind of got mad at me for saying this, but if somebody comes for you and how you say this, if don't come for me, unless I call for you, unless I sent for you, unless I send for you, don't come for me, unless I send for you. So if somebody comes for Renee and she didn't send for them, then I have a problem with that person automatically. So if you have a problem with my wife, I have a problem with you. It's as simple as that because we're team dancer. Yes. And I didn't get mad at the fact that you said it Mm -hmm. because I certainly do agree with you. Mm -hmm. I just thought, why are we going to say that on the podcast? But obviously somebody needs to hear that. Yes. Well, maybe we need to hear it (laughs) (laughs) because there, there are roles and responsibilities within marriage. And if you don't know what those roles and responsibilities are, then it's going to be hard to celebrate that you're different from me, that we have different Mm -hmm. responsibilities. Because if I don't know what you're supposed to do, and it's not so much that we're like the marriage police, I don't police you. But if I don't know my, if I don't know the role of the husband, then it's going to be hard for me to celebrate the role of the wife. Right. That's true. 
because I don't know what my role is. In so many marriages, we come across, I ain't going to say so many marriages. In marriages, if you're not careful and you don't know your role and your responsibility, then it's going to be hard to celebrate your wife or your husband's responsibility. Because the the reality is we are on the same team. Yeah. And one of those responsibilities is looking out for one another. Yes. Mm -hmm. So the statement, if you come for my wife or if you come for my husband, you came for me Mm -hmm. because we're we're a team. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's true that one of the roles is for us to have each other's back. And if we're talking about last week or the week before that, um, one of those podcasts, we were talking about standing back to back because I see things you don't and you see things I don't. Right. So, so we're in a defensive position. And offensive. Yes. Because we're looking out for each other. Exactly. And so if you are wanting to, if you come to me and say, well, you know, I'm not really feeling your wife or I don't, I don't like your wife. Or if somebody is saying that about your spouse or your husband, that means they're trying to infiltrate your team. They're trying to divide your team. Right. And a divided house will never stand. It, it will never stand. Yes. So don't let the enemy use somebody to come into your marriage because that's not their place. Right. Definitely don't, not their place. Don't be ignorant of the enemy's devices because it may seem innocent and it may seem uh, subtle because the enemy is very subtle mm-hmm. in his approach. He's not going to come out blaring, you know, with the red pitchfork and the red mm-hmm. suit and the horns. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's going to come to you, somebody that you might have respect for, or you think is cool. Um, but you're going to have to align your faith and your trust in your spouse. Yes. And it's kind of like if your spouse was to say, you know, I don't like so-and-so. They Something's not right. Yes. Or, Ooh. or Ooh. that person is not for you mm. or... Mm. Um, help me out, dear. Mm. I don't like so-and-so. When you said that, there shouldn't be anybody in your life that your spouse does not approve of. And I'm, and I'm going to uh, say that again. On a friend level, um, I don't care how long you've known this person or what you've been through, but if your spouse who's the number one person in your life, should be the number one person in your life. should be God and then your spouse. If your spouse does not approve of your friend, Bye-bye. Yeah, it's that simple. Bye-bye. Deuces, peace. Yeah. I mean, it it really is that simple. Well, we grew up together. And then you can give me all sorts of excuses you want to give me. Yes. But the bottom line is that person should not be in in your life. And you use the example of Mrs. or Miss. Miss Wigglesworth. <laughs> yes. So, fellas, the enemy is going to send Miss Wigglesworth the, mm-hmm. the package the way you like it. Mm-hmm. You know, strutting around the office when you get back in the office. When or, back in there. or when y'all having those uh, Zoom video chats. Uh-oh. Um, Uh-oh. You know, that she all dolled Uh-oh. up from, from the chest mm. up. Um I wonder if you allow your spouse to see those video chats. Hmm. Or do they? Do you kick your kick your spouse out the office? Hmm. I'm just saying. I'm just throwing it out there. Celebrate each other's differences, y'all. Oh it's okay to be different. Yes, it's okay. But 
you need to have a certain level of intimacy and trust with Mm -hmm. one another. That if someone is prancing around, you should be able to go to your wife and say, hey, you know what? I had a video call with um, with my coworkers today. And there's this one lady, you know, that, you know, she had was all dolled up and had a low cut shirt on or whatever the case may be. You need to be able to have an intimate conversation. And we'll certainly talk about intimacy Mm -hmm. in another podcast. But the enemy knows what you like. Yes. The enemy is going to send distractions. Yes. He's going to send attractions. Mm -hmm. He's going to send you that 20% that you're not getting in your marriage. Yes. And the reality is you're you're not going to get that 20%. No matter how hard you try, even if you, God forbid, you decide this marriage isn't working for me. I'm going to go get another marriage mm-hmm. or another wife or another mm-hmm. husband. You're still going to have the same problem. Right. Maybe with a different person, but you're still going to have the same problem. So why throw away the years that you've put into this marriage just to go start over somewhere else? And I want to come back to celebrating your differences because I think it's important that if you don't celebrate the differences within marriage, then you'll become frustrated because as as much as hard as I want to be six four, I if anybody knows me, you know I'm a I'm a big person trapped in a small man's body. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he is. Even by his coat's too big. I'm like, babe. I took it back. I said it back. <laughs> babe. I said like, it back. <laughs> come on now. <laughs> I said it back. I just wore that coat yesterday. But <laughs> but I'm not 6'4", and there's nothing I can do to make me 6'4". I'm 5'7", five, 5'8", five, on a good day, depending on what kind of shoes I wear. But my wife, she w- she has the ability to make me feel good about being 5'7", or to make me, not, make me feel bad about not being 6'4", because we're different. And, and you, I like to hope I've never done that. No, 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 okay. you, no, you've never done that. But I'm just trying to say your spouse, you can, you have that ability because your spouse is different than you are. So celebrate the fact that your spouse is different and they're not, don't try to make your, don't, you said this, don't put a square peg in a round hole. Mm-hmm. Don't try to make them fit into something they're not. Right. You married, you married them. Yes. You married them, so there must have been something about them that you love. Yes. Okay. Yes. And uh, speaking of fitting, Mm -hmm. one of the things that I celebrate about us is that, and you've always said this, we just fit. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm five, five and a half. You're five, seven. And a half. um, Five, seven (laughs) and a half on a good day. Yes. Um, But we just fit. Mm-hmm. We just fit. And um, you have to celebrate the uniqueness, the diversity that you have in your relationship. Yeah. Uh, one of the things that I celebrate about Doug, that although sometimes can get under my skin or go against the grain, is that he pushes me to be better. He is very task-oriented. We talked about this in the disc. He's um, a CD, well, DC. CD. CD. Okay. Very high CD right behind it, Uh, which is he's um, very task oriented. 
I'm very people oriented. Mm-hmm. So I like inspired. I like to be motivated. So if you're mm-hmm. going to say it, say it in such a sweet way that I feel motivated and yes. encouraged. Yes. But that's not who Douglas is. No. And although it goes against the grain, it does help push me or propel me out of my comfort zone. Mm-hmm. And it helps me to be a better person. And I really appreciate that about him. And uh, again, just being mindful that you may have someone because I'm just going to use myself as a word, uh, as an example, because I'm a words affirmation person. So somebody might be the type of person where, okay, your spouse is not constantly giving you that those words of affirmation. Oh, I love you. You look good today. Mm-hmm. You look nice. Then you go into office and guess what? Uh-oh. The enemy is going to send your way. Uh oh. Someone who is going to say, you look good today. Oh, I like that dress That's on my you. Work oh, you look nice. That's, That's my, my work mm, wife. No such thing, y'all. No such thing. Mm-mm. Don't, don't be fooled. Don't yeah. be fooled. That's my work husband. He understands me. Mm. That's my work wife. She gets me. Mm-mm. That is a foothold that the enemy has. He is going about as a roaring lion, seeking who he may devour. And that is an open opportunity. As soon as he sees, he's like, up, oh, yep, got him. Yep. Yep. Got him. Got him. My work, my work husband, my work wife, they make me happy. Mm-hmm. I'm oh, not happy. We just go to lunch together. It's to nothing. Yeah. It's nothing. He makes me laugh. He yeah. He's a jokester and I enjoy mm-hmm. his company. Mm-hmm. 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 Every time somebody see him at work, they see you. Mm-hmm. They think y'all married because they see mm-hmm. the two of y'all together so many times. So mm-hmm. so often. It, he just makes me happy. He just makes me happy. She makes me happy. Mm-hmm. And then, so I ask you people out in podcast land, where in the Bible, where is that found that in the Bible? That God created marriage to make you happy. Just, just, you could text us, you can IM us, you can put it out, send out the bat signal. Yeah, but, please put it on our, <laughs> put it on our website. Let us know. Give us that scripture yep. where it says it. Yep. And we where, will certainly read it. Well, yeah, we'll read it because it, I don't, I don't know of a place in the Bible where it says God created marriage to make you happy. And here, here's what I would like to say, because if that person makes you happy, then it begs to reason that person could also make you miserable. Mm. Mm. They and should so, not have that much power over you. They shouldn't. But in this COVID time where we just all in the house and we can't leave and we self-quarantined. Almost like eight weeks now. Eight weeks. Yeah. If you give somebody all that power to make you happy, mm-hmm, they can make you miserable. So how much time have you really been spending getting to know your spouse better Mm-hmm. understand your spouse better, relate to your spouse better how during much time, this time. How much time have you been spending with the Lord? Absolutely. And all of this. And that's that's first and foremost. Mm-hmm. In this coronavirus, COVID-19 situation, you should be spending as much time as you can with the Lord yes. and seeking God's face and also seeking his voice. Yes. God is speaking in this season. You have to stop and say, God, what is it you want me to hear? He has slowed things down. God has allowed coronavirus to occur for a reason. Nothing happens without his knowing or without his permission. So since he's allowed it or he's permitted it to occur, God, what is it you're trying to get across to us? Mm -hmm. 
What is it you want us to know? So I keep coming back to Psalm 127 and 1. And you can look it up in any version that you want to. But it basically it says, unless the Lord build the house, the laborers labor in vain. And so my question to you, man, husband, is are you you wanting God to bless your plan or are you doing his will? Mm. That's during this time. Are you seeking God to do his will or do you asking God to bless whatever your plan is during this time? Because God's not in the business of blessing our plans. He's in the business of blessing his will. So when you line up your plan with his will, that's where his blessing will be. But you can't just, oh, this is my plan and God is God is going to make a way and so on and so forth. You're going to be frustrated. Your spouse is going to be frustrated. A frustrated husband and a frustrated wife is going to lead to frustrated children, mm-hmm. frustrated house. Everybody's going to be frustrated. We, we living together. We in this house together for the last two months or whatever. And so everybody's frustrated because you're not doing his will. And so during this time of self-quarantine, just respect each other, honor each other. Get to know each other. On a deeper level. Mm -hmm. And then in your prayer time, ask the Lord to show you the good in your spouse, to also help you Mm -hmm. to be a better wife to be a better husband, to be the husband, to be the wife that God has called you to be? Yes. What is this opportunity of being cooped up together presenting? What is it um, giving you time to do that you haven't done in some time? So I don't know. And you said this a while back. If if the rib doesn't fit, you must quit. If the rib doesn't fit, you must quit. Okay. So in our one time, we did a premarital class, and we had jigsaw puzzles. It was a 10-piece puzzle, and we had a few couples. And so we purposely put the wrong pieces, wrong piece in each puzzle. So only nine of the 10 pieces should have fit properly. And we gave, um, we gave the couples out, the puzzles out to a couple, each couple. And one couple came back and said, hey— we got all 10 pieces together. Erinne and I looked at each other and we're like, how'd you get all 10 pieces to fit when it wasn't designed to fit? Right. And it was like, I just, we made it fit. And that a light bulb went off in my head when they said that, because you can, and, and it could be a good thing and a bad thing. You can make something fit that doesn't fit, but then you're going to be frustrated because you're not getting the results from that thing or that person that you feel you should be getting. Right. You're trying to make them fit this model that you have designed in your mind. And that person was never designed to give you everything you need. Newsflash, your spouse, your wife is not going to give you a hundred percent of what you need. That's a newsflash because if they were, then you wouldn't need God. Mm. And I believe it was Bishop Jakes who said the 80-20. Yes. 80-20. The 80-20, I know we, yeah. most of y'all saw it in the Tyler Perry movie. 
But <laughs> Bishop Jakes was like, your spouse is only going to give you 80% of what you need. Yes. That other 20%, don't let Mrs. Wigglesworth or Mr. Wigglesworth or, <laughs> or whoever, <laughs> don't don't let the enemy put that 20% out there. And he just magnifies that 20% where you think that's what you want because yes. it's not worth it. He's, he's not worth he's it. He's going to make it look like a Picasso painting. Mm-hmm. It's going to look like the the Mona Lisa or whatever beautiful image that you expect in your mind. And that is what the enemy is going to paint for you. Mm-hmm. And don't fall prey to that because mm-hmm. the enemy is is very subtle. Yes. It's not going to appear, you know, that it's the enemy. Oh, maybe this person was meant to be here. No. Mm-hmm. No. Mm-mm. No. It comes back to Team Dancer. Yeah. Team Dancer. Yes. If, when Renee wins, we win. Yes. Because we're a team. When Doug wins, we win. The house wins. So yes. if somebody's trying to come against us or trying to come uh, between us, they're not part of the team. Yes. Like the song says, all we do is win, 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 no matter what. That's what we do over here. Yes. What you going to do? So it leaves me to a thought. Mm-hmm. He was talking about. If there's a scripture in a Bible that says, if um, 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 happy, happy, the Bible. Uh, God with, did not design marriage yes. to make you happy. Yes. I read a marriage book in a marriage counseling class. The, you went to marriage counseling without me? A marriage counseling class oh, okay. that I right. took at Calvary Bible <laughs> Institute. Anyway, um, and the title of the book is sacred, but the name of the author eludes me. And the author presents the thought, what if God designed marriage to make you holy and not happy? Mm. I want to be happy. I want to be happy, happy, happy. Everybody wants to be happy. But what if you God designed the marriage to make you holy? Holy. That's a C-Law moment right there. Holy. I have nothing else to say that. Honestly, I don't. I have nothing else to say. We're going to let that marinate with you. God bless you. We want to thank you for listening to our podcast. Have a blessed week. God bless you. Thank you for listening to our podcast. Tell your real friends and your virtual friends about us. We hope something that we said encouraged you, strengthened and blessed you. You can follow us on Instagram at Doug and Renee. Again, our Instagram page is Doug and Renee. Also, feel free to send us a DM so that you could send us any questions that you may have or topics you'd like to hear us discuss. You may just hear it on one of our upcoming podcasts. We'd like to thank our supporters. And if you'd like to support our ministry, you can cash app us at dollar sign Doug and Renee. Again, that cash app is dollar sign Doug and Renee. Again, thank you and God bless you. We're out.